everyone, and welcome to another episode of View Press Play News, your weekly news podcast from the University Press. My name's Natalia. I'm a staff writer. I'm Michael. I'm a social media manager. And here's your news for this week. Coronavirus cases are the same as last week at FAU as of November 20th. There are still eight cases at the university, five students and three employees. Nearly 90% of cases are on the Boca Raton campus. According to the New York Times, Palm Beach County vaccination rates remain at 61%, the same number reported over a week ago on November 12th. At the state level, vaccination rates in Florida increased to 61%. This was the first increase in state vaccination rates in over two weeks. Florida had been stuck on the 60% mark since November 5th. For more info on local coronavirus news, visit upressonline.com and read the weekly COVID updates. Lawmakers in the state of Ohio are proposing a new law on abortion that would go further than the Texas six-week abortion ban. According to BuzzFeed News, the Ohio House Bill HB 480 would make abortion at any stage of pregnancy illegal. HB 480 has some of the same elements of the Texas ban, including that it would allow anyone to file lawsuits who engages in any act of an abortion for up to $10,000. For what makes the Ohio bill different is that it criminalizes abortion from the starting point of conception when an egg is fertilized. Iris Harvey, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio and Planned Parenthood Advocates of Ohio, told BuzzFeed News that, quote, it is changing a constitutional definition of when a person is recognized in the law to a fertilized egg starting at conception. Those elements are very different than Texas, end quote. On Wednesday, November 17th, Florida lawmakers, at the request of Governor Ron DeSantis, passed four new laws aimed at stopping masks and vaccine mandates. DeSantis has argued that President Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandate, which is currently on hold in a federal court of appeals, is government overreach. The four bills that were passed ban vaccine mandates for public schools and local governments and gives parents the final say on whether their children will be vaccinated or wear masks. The bills also allow vaccine mandates for private businesses as long as companies allow exemptions for medical or religious reasons. Employees can opt out in Florida if they are unwilling to take the vaccine and can instead wear masks or get tested. The masks and tests must be paid for by the employer. In addition, the legislature imposed fines of $50,000 per violation of workplaces that have 100 or more employees that mandate vaccines outside the allowable state guidelines. Smaller employees can receive fines of $10,000 if they violate the guidelines. Finally, lawmakers allocated $1 million to DeSantis's office for a study about leaving the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, which some have seen as an obvious jab at Biden's vaccine mandate. Florida's new Surgeon General, Joseph Ladapo, also made news last week. On November 18th, Ladapo claimed that the vaccine, quote, has not been shown to improve any child's health. Same thing for the masks. There's no evidence that it actually helps improve the health of children, end quote. Ladapo's claim has no basis in fact and is disproved by multiple studies and tests, including a new global study released on November 18th by the British Medical Journal. The study concluded that wearing a mask is the single most effective way to prevent coronavirus infection. Mask wearing reduces the chance of an individual contracting COVID-19 by 53%, according to the new study. Trials and data also continue to show that the vaccines are, are overwhelmingly safe, with most ICU patients and deaths being unvaccinated people. Senator Tina Polsky, a Boca Raton Democrat, told the New York Times that Ladapo refused to wear a mask in a meeting with her last month, even after Polsky told Ladapo that she had health problems and asked him to. Polsky later revealed that she had recently undergone surgery for breast cancer. Ladapo was told to leave Polsky's office after refusing to wear a mask. Ladapo has declined to share his vaccination status. Taiwan has showed off their new military hardware, F-16 fighter jets, 
that would be at the island's defense in a situation if China decides to attack the island by air. According to CNN, the planes were upgraded from the older versions of F-16 jets that were acquired in the 1990s. Taiwan has plans to upgrade the 141 fighters to the newer versions by 2023. This comes as the Chinese Communist Party has been growing their military pressure on Taiwan, including sending warplanes close to the island back in October. This put Taipei in a place to issue radio warnings and deploy air defense missile systems to monitor activity in the area. On Friday, November 19th, a nearly all-white jury found Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all five counts he was accused of. Rittenhouse, who is 18, crossed state lines from his home in Illinois to Kenosha, Wisconsin, with an AR-15-style rifle last August and shot three people, two fatally, during a night of protest for racial justice on August 25th. The jury deliberated for three and a half days before reaching its verdict. Rittenhouse claimed he shot all three men in self-defense. Judge Bruce Schroeder attracted controversy in the trial with his conduct, with some accusing him of bias by not allowing Rittenhouse's victims to be referred to as victims, but allowing them to be referred to as looters or arsonists. Some experts wonder what signal the not guilty verdict sends to others in similar situations and fear that armed confrontations at protests could now be more common. Earlier this month, tennis star Ping Shui from China spoke out about a former Communist Party leader of pressuring her into sex. Now Ping's hashtag MeToo allegation is being covered by censorship with any mentions of a political sensitive scandal being echoed across the Chinese internet. According to CNN, Beijing is facing their own matters as the global tennis community is rising up to Chinese authorities for silencing Ping. The two-time former Grand Slam doubles champion has disappeared from the public eye and the campaign to silence the topic has not worked on the international stage. The Women's Tennis Association, WTA, has spoken out in solidarity and refused to play along with any of China's tactics. According to CNN, who spoke to WTA chief Steve Simon, said that an email that was released by the Chinese state media in which Ping walks back her sexual allegations and says that everything is fine is staged of some type. To read the full scope of it, you can check out the CNN article linked in our podcast source. And this has been the U Press Play News of the Week. <laughs>